So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with uh, Matt from Feeney. Uh, we're going to ask him some questions. I'm going to start. Uh, what inspired you to start the band, and what does the band name mean? So, I mean, starting the band was just uh, because... I, actually, I could tell you why I started playing music, I guess. Why I started playing guitar. Go for it. Um, have you seen Back to the Future? Of course. I haven't. So you, you haven't? Have... So, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... So you, uh, so you know the scene. You will find out at the scene where uh, Marty is doing like the talent show or the was it the enchantment or the sea dance? Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that. Uh, well, I saw that movie when I was a little kid, and I really wanted to be Doc Brown the inventor. And I used to go around making inventions and science and did science camp. Mm-hmm. When I was like thirteen, I saw it again, and I realized I wanted to be Marty. So I started playing yeah. guitar, and that's why I play in bands. Okay, I like cool. that. Um, Feeny also comes from TV, I guess, uh, okay. cause my favorite, uh, TV show growing up was a television show called Boy Meets World. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. I know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mr. Feeny. So we're Feeny. Okay. Oh. That's cool. Wow. I like that. Cool. Yeah, definitely. All, all references that we get, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so how do you feel about the response that your new album, Between the Bookends, has gotten? You know, I'm real happy with it. Um, no one's told me it sucked yet. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. it doesn't. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's all you can really hope for is that someone isn't just like, dude, stop. Come on. Yeah, bro, oh. this blows. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I mean, I think people are so polite now that that would never happen. Like,. Mm-hmm. You ever watch, I don't know, whenever you're watching, I guess we're going to talk about television movies this whole interview, but, yeah. but like, you know, you see an old movie or something, people are throwing fruit, like, I remember reading in Huck Finn that, like, people would just bring rotted vegetables to the play, mm-hmm. so they could just, yeah, I think that we've just come so far as a society where everyone's just like, it's okay, it's yeah. nice, which I haven't yeah. had either, but I don't know, okay. um, yeah. I'm happy with it. Good. Good. Um, what was it like promoting an album in like the state that we're currently in mm-hmm. so weird it's so weird so we were originally planning to like do a bunch of touring on it mm-hmm. um we had an east coast tour and a uk tour planned okay. Okay. Um, those will hopefully happen someday but uh-huh. we have to postpone them to indefinitely because of this so we're just like um it's really weird not being able to play shows like what we did though that i think is a little different anyway is we made a blog for the album okay. um bookends.net so what we did is we wrote out uh wrote out like a story for every single song and the process that went into making it as well as the whole record and um we're actually trying to make it interactive so the theme of the record is essentially you live, you're born, then you die. Everything else that happens between is between the bookends. And those are really the two bookends. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. We want everyone to um, share their own story, put their own book in our bookshelf. So we made like little bookshelves on betweenthebookends.com. And uh, everyone can go in and write their own stories. So that's been cool, watching people submit some stuff for that. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a really cool idea. Definitely one yeah. of the cooler things I've seen with the whole quarantine promotion thing. So, um, so what was your headspace like writing the album? 
while writing it? Um, you know, this took a really long time to make, and this took a lot to make. I kind of started, um, my first thoughts when I was writing it, I was going through a writing exercise, um, and I wanted to make the most honest art I could possibly make, and I didn't want to hold back at all, so I told myself, if I can write a song, every I wanted every song on the record to cause me to strain or lose a friendship, okay. as weird as that sounds, uh-huh. because then I would know that they were really good songs. Um, after like a couple songs, I was like, no, that's really bad. I like my friends. I can't uh-huh. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, there were two songs that were like, two, three, three songs that made the record from that like project. Um, but that really got me down the path of figuring out what's the rawest I can be at this point in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So speaking yeah. of uh, writing songs, which song on the album took the longest write? Um, you know, actually the title track, Bookends, well, that really? will change the most. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so that song is... Uh, yeah, that song took a long time to write because our other guitarist, uh, who's also named Matthew, Matt Mailer, he uh, joined the band during the, while we were writing, like just before we really started writing this record, and we only had Fallow and Bookends that we were working on. Okay. And yeah. um, when he joined, we kind of stopped that so we could like learn to be a band together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended up writing a bunch of new the rest of the record and the songs that didn't make the record we wrote all of those together then at the very end we just came back to those two songs and we're like we can make these work still okay okay that's cool um so what bands do you think you like the influence what bands influenced you while you were writing this i struggled getting that one out um yeah Oh, this record in particular, I think, was extremely influenced by... This record took a long time to make, but Jimmy Eat World was probably one of our biggest influences. on okay. A lot of uh, Long Island 2000s emo, like Taking Back Sunday, and mm-hmm. uh, okay. emo, like Saves the Day. But we really tried to push ourselves to do more post-rock kind of stuff, like Explosions in the Sky. Mm. Um, those were probably the biggest influence oh you know the mountain goats actually so on a personal note the mountain goats their lyrics absolutely influenced in particular two weeks later and um yeah i'm obsessed with that band so i really wanted to figure out how he tells the stories in the way that he does and yeah that's where i hope my songwriting leads um more so is songs like two weeks later um that's probably the direction we're heading all right cool i'm excited released uh, a couple music videos for some of the songs on your albums are you planning to release any more and will they be like in quarantine or have you already filmed them or maybe even animated i don't know i've seen some people do that so short answer yes we definitely want to put out more videos um we're in the process of figuring out how to do that we were fortunate enough to film these three before quarantine yeah uh yeah, we're still figuring out that process, um, exactly what we're going to put out. Um, the animation's a really neat idea. Um, but we have a couple video projects, not quite uh, music videos, that we're going to be putting out over the next few weeks to month. And then we'll see. If it, the quarantine continues to go on another couple months, then we're going to have to get 
very creative in sure. like uh, Zoom videos and stuff. Okay, yeah. I like that. Um, so how did you choose like an opener and the closer for the album? Uh, so we wrote both those songs to be. Um, we wrote "Are You Leaving?" I, when uh, we were writing the songs, I was like, "Okay, this needs an opener." So I just sat down and I was thinking, "What does a good opener have?" And I just listened to like um, a bunch of my favorite albums, and that I thought had the coolest openers. So I listened to like "Dump Weed Off Enema of the State," "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Um, I was trying to. Uh, TSR uh, by Against Me. I was trying to figure out, okay, what do all these songs have in common that make them like the coolest opener? Yeah. And they all kind of, what's weird about Are You Leaving, or not weird, but different than the rest of the album, is it's the only song in the album that just starts full band. It mm-hmm. just like has a bang, kind of. Every other song either begins with a guitar intro or a guitar and vocal intro. Yeah. Um, and Are You Leaving was the same thing. We really wanted just a heavy thing at the end so i'll be like okay gotta write an outro to the record and uh we just tried to make it the most epic thing we possibly could so you wrote songs to be your intro and outro pretty much yeah okay um, i like that that's why they share lyrics okay yeah all right cool okay uh shoot okay so what are the top three songs from that new album that you're looking forward to playing live when live music comes back Hopefully if it ever soon. comes back. If, if it, it ever comes back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so Alacrity is a really fun song to play live. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy that one, especially when the bass kicks in. Um, Are You Leaving is also really fun. I would say, though, um, so we've been playing Are You Leaving for a little bit because that was a single um, that we put out well in advance of the album. I think that um, two weeks later is a song I'm looking forward to playing, and maybe Fallow as well because we don't we've never really played those. We played those like once or twice to test them out, okay. but um, they're not in our lineup right now. But people are really responding well to those two tracks, so we might have to. Um, and I'm looking forward to trying new stuff. Okay, yeah. exciting. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I hope to catch you guys when this is all over because I'm actually in Jersey, so. Hopefully, hopefully uh, this all ends at some point. I can catch you guys. Uh, so we're gonna shift away from music for the last couple of questions and move to death row. Um, mm-hmm. If you were on death row, what would your last meal be and why? <laughs> okay, okay. Why was all that right, so, so funny, Glory? His reaction was just so pure. He was like, "Okay," <laughs> when you just said we're gonna move to death row. He's like, "All right, yeah." Like, is that a normal thing that people? It's just like dude, I don't. It just it caught me by surprise. It was good. It, thank you. That was it was that it was, was nice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm about to die. I'm walking down. <laughs> um. It's like the Green Mile. I would say I like pretzels a lot. You know, you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna worry about health. I'm gonna eat the best thing I possibly can. You know what? Exactly. I'll put mm-hmm. something greasy in between the pretzel, make a pretzel bun. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, kind of like Sheets. So Sheets is a place that we go to when we tour in, like, Pennsylvania and Maryland. And, um, yeah, they have pretzel buns where they slice a pretzel in half. Okay. They're okay pretzels. But okay. what I'm going to do is I'll take, like, an Amish pretzel, slice that in half, and put, like, 
now I'm wondering, like, you know what? Yeah, I, so I don't eat meat, and I probably still wouldn't if I'm about to die. I'll just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I'll put a nice, really good, like, Beyond Burger in between them then. Right. And uh, some type of sauce. To be decided sauce. That that sounds good as well. You'll, you'll figure it out yeah. when you get there. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, not when you get there, but... <laughs> Metaphorically. <Yeah>. Metaphorically. <laughs> just... Look. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Um, <laughs> if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Great question. Great question. Um, if I could live in one for a week, it would probably be a cartoon, and I would probably mm. try and live... It'd be great to live in, like... I don't know. It'd be cool to be in a comic book if you had superpower. Ooh, Scott Pilgrim. I'd be in a Scott Pilgrim, Canada. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, a, that's a, a different one. answer. A definitely. One. Most people mm-hmm. are like Harry Potter, Star Wars, Marvel yeah. Universe, or like the three that we get. That's a, that's a different one. Yeah. It's a very good one. one. Character. I appreciate yeah. that. Cool. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Some say it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Green. Okay. Green. Any okay, specific solid. shade? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, um, like a cross, uh, it will probably won't show up right, but like, this is like sort of a foresty green. Okay. Like a cross between this and the green behind me. Okay. okay. Here's here's how it goes. Do you know the green Power Ranger from um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? I believe so. Yes. I know the green Power Ranger. Well, if you're listening at home, uh, look that up. When Tommy was the green Power Ranger in like 1990 or whatever. I don't know. A little before I was born. Uh-huh. Um, that's my favorite shade of green. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Like that—that's almost specific as uh, when Oolong said "guac green," yeah, and then made us look it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's all the questions we have for you. Is there anything you want to plug? I know you just dropped the album, so you know, uh, yeah, no, the album definitely. Um, if you're interested in listening to the record, check it out. Um, check out the video, especially "Are You Leaving?" That seems to be everyone's favorite right now. Um, and I would say, uh, if you got a story to share, go to betweenthebookends.net and, uh, share your story with us. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, so thank you for sitting down with us. Uh, this has been, uh, Matt from Feeney and, uh, we're the Good Noise Podcast.